The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite Wednesday night wrestling live podcast with your host, Chuck Winchester, with your host, Josh D. Board, and with your new reigning, not defending yet, but new RSH heavyweight champion of the world. What is the belt? I know. I'm good. I'm sharing. (laughs) It's clean and sterilized. I got Facebook (laughs) banned, and now I have to individually share to each group instead of my normal group chair because Jeffrey Dahmer memes are frowned upon right now. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> it was a sandwich. He's eating a fucking sandwich. <laughs> and it said, this doesn't taste like five guys. I thought it was funny. I mean, did it taste like Burger King? That's what you should be. <laughs> like, that's what he thought. You know, I get the joke. <laughs> We're not sugarcoating here. No. I was going to be Jeffrey Dahmer for Halloween, but that definitely is very frowned upon. I think you should. Now, for those of you with the benefit of live video, you see one extra face on this show, the head of the SJP World Media, a former guest of Regularly Scheduled Hostilities, and a man of many, many podcasts. I can't even name them all. Here he is, Cy Pal. What's going on, brother? Hey, good evening. How are we all doing? Doing well. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. I know it's late over there, five hours ahead of the U.S., so appreciate you taking yeah. the time and hanging out with us tonight. Yes, uh, well, it's just gone half 11 at night, so fast approaching midnight, but I got, I got my mug of tea. I've had a little bit of a power nap. I'll be all right. I like it. I like it. So you drink tea over here. I drink coffee, so I don't, you know, right. whatever gets you going. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a big week. It is following the WWE's Extreme Rules, which is pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. And also the return of a very, very popular, mm. popular character, Bray Wyatt. Spoiler alert for those of you who haven't watched it yet. But yeah, good, good stuff. So before we get rolling here, I do want to congratulate Yovan for being the new RSH champion. It. And I do want to throw a shout out to Josh Gibor yeah, for holding the title for nice. 953 days. days. That's quite a lot of predictions to predict. So we good job give, with that, Rain. Yeah. And we couldn't even tie that. It would take us another three years just to tie that. So yeah, we did, yeah. I don't have that. I didn't. I didn't think. To be honest, I listened to the show. I didn't think it was ever going to change. I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. And so, hold on. Let me. It did. Like this, my body physically hurts deleting this. Oh, sad. It make your your no in counting. Who the fuck's laughing? (laughs) Is that your Jeffrey Dahmer joke? Ben Mackett. Stop laughing. It ain't funny. Ben Mackett. I think we're getting size fans. Uh, that makes really sense. Ah, uh, Ben, yeah. yeah, Ben Mack, yeah. Let that's me. uh, that's Benny from In the Corner and uh, the way to me. I guess first name, pretty, pretty good name to have. He is laughing at me with my That was weird for a while. It doesn't go. This is It's your new car smell. Copy you and do All right, you can put it there. It is. I'm pulling the Josh move. I like it. I like it. It's like a change of fucking. Hands here. Yeah, is weird. All right, let's get fucking title. Let's get back. <laughs> title. Title has the title. Right. Yeah, it does. It's, in the it's like okay. selling something. Never mind. I'm gonna be nice. Anyway, be nice. Okay. Man, this sucks. All right. Tell me about what it. What are we talking about? <laughs> Extreme rules. Gray Wyatt. Whatever you want to talk about. I'm, I'm over it. it. He said. 
<laughs> it was below average pay per view. To Bra- be fair, Bray's back. Like it's not up to CM Punk's level, so I don't know. That's, I mean, you can believe what you want to believe. No, but, uh, <laughs> no, um, all right, stream rules. I haven't set up. Oh, uh, I think Simon might have up there. He is. Oh shit! I I deleted all the matches. No, they're there. I have pictures. Fuck it. For you guys, audio only. You're kind of fucked for now. But we'll, we'll talk about. It. <laughs> you get, I mean, you get to miss all my cool pictures. I think at the Jeffrey Dahmer comment. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, like fuck Facebook. <laughs> Facebook, fuck you. Like ban me suck. some more. No, like it banned me for twenty. And it banned me for thirty days for sharing live video, which fucking kicks me in the balls for this. What? Why? Why live video? Like I don't know why they went after live video. That is weird. Over a meme that I stole off somebody else's wall. I've seen all over Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> like the Five Guys memes. Fucking, I just want to take some pictures. Like, God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> fucking Facebook. <laughs> fucking meta. I, I think stupid. Me. All right, we have to do the normal intro. We're on YouTube. We have six subscribers. So fuck y'all. We're we're, we're gaining. Chuck still know who the fuck Bill Alex is. Still shares. don't. And I know the name apparently now. he's got a sticker, and I don't. So that I, she takes my belt, then don't even give me a Bill Alex sticker. <laughs> it's pretty. I have it up. somewhere. I still and, got a song from hers though. All right, I'm just going to delete this banner about my title reign. I got you. Welcome to side of the show. I made a banner for it, so I'm going to show we it. Go. Thank you. <laughs> Thank it's you. like what the fuck is going on? And then you can see all this. All that. There, all the all the side stuff. SJP World Media, you can find us and a bunch of other great podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter and watch me retweet a bunch of shit that pisses off AEW people. <laughs> or at SJP World Media, that's where size at. Then WrestleBuddy, at WrestleBuddy on Twitter. And just search WrestleBuddy on Facebook. You can I read articles mostly by Tyler because he writes 80 a day. <laughs> <laughs> he's a machine. He is. He's, a, he's a robot. We got a very special listener right Absolutely. now. Sharon Powell. Hi, back at you. Hi, Sharon. That'll be my good lady. Hello, Sha. You motherfuckers keeping him up this late. Exactly. Let me look at these American scum. Now they're talking. They they kept him up all night to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer. Like (laughs) light beer morons. And the one's not even drunk. What the fuck's going on? Moms will be like, been sober. I know. It's the surprise all of us. That's why I'm sober. That's why I'm wrong with everything. That's why I don't have to fucking work anything anymore. Ben's mad he's not special. You're special. All right, extreme rules. <laughs> so I got these. Overall, what do you guys think? Sure. Let's start with Sai. What do you think, brother? Um, it's the first WWE event I've watched since Clash at the Castle. I don't watch the weekly television. Sure. Uh, the buzz going in was quite positive from what I see online. Everyone seemed quite happy to, to, to have Triple H in charge, Vince being gone, and so on. Again, WWE is not, not my company. I don't watch a lot of modern-day wrestling, but I was kind of hooked in by the the Bray Wyatt stuff and all the all the intrigue about what's going to happen on the night and so on. And I'll be honest, I, I quite enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed it. There was a, there was enough there for me to for me to come away from the show feeling quite positive. Um, and then I sort of see clips online about a couple of the things that happened on Raw. I'm quite intrigued now to go and check Raw out as well because I've not seen that in a very long time. So in a way, for somebody who's not watched WWE for a long time. That pay-per-view probably did its job because it's half hooked me back in. Yeah, well, I, go. I'm going to show you a picture, and I feel like this match had a big role in uh, drawing you back in. Am oh, I yeah. Right? That's a good match. I think yeah. the, especially over in the emergence of Imperium on the main roster, has to keep make it more interesting in UK. 
because of how over Walter and them were when they were in NXT UK mm-hmm. with like Imperium's great run. And now they're on the main roster and they're having another great run. Yeah, like they, they lost. They looked they, amazing. They looked good. Yep. And Walter didn't take the pin, which he shouldn't ever take a fucking pin. No, or at least not for a while, but yeah, I mean, you've also got the fact that Pete Dunn and I refuse to call him Butch. I can't do it. You got Pete Dunn and yeah. uh, Walter, who That's my guy. Yep. They, they, you know, they all worked the UK independent scene for a very, very long time. You know, companies like Progress and all that sort of stuff. So they're they're established here even before NXT UK. There were there were names to certain people who followed UK wrestling anyway. Uh, Shameless, I think, is fantastic as well. I don't. It, it seems whatever they throw at the guy, he makes good of it. So whether he's been, you know, the, the tag team stuff with Cesaro, and then when they were feuding before that as well, uh, IC title reigns, his world title reigns, okay, maybe the competition around him at the time made those reigns a touch weaker than other champions, but you can only, you know, you can only face the guy who's across the ring from you. If they're not giving you anyone to beat, what can you do? But I think anything they throw at Sheamus seems to work very well. Babyface, heel, whatever. So yeah, I'm a big fan of Sheamus as well, but that match was it was brutal. I mean, the fact that Sheamus is coming in marked up. Dude, that Shlele shot to the fucking hall. And then he said, look how big that Shlele is. And Grace is like, I'm channeling my inner Michael Scott. But I'm like, as an office lover, I pop. Yeah. And then I looked at my Betty Jimmy. I was like, that's what she said. And he's like, God damn it. And then as soon as he said, God damn it. Sorry, mom. I said, I'd stop saying God damn it so much. Did it on purpose that time though, mom. But you did. When he said it and he said, God damn it. Then Graves said, oh, I was channeling my inner Michael Scott. And I was like, it just perfectly worked out. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's it. But that was great. That, and it was the opener. And I wanted it to be the opener so bad yep. because I knew it set the tone. And then I was like, oh, whatever falls, it's going to be garbage. And it was. So and it was. At least I, I, I think I think that worked really well, though. I, I think the, oh, dude, the, they got the crowd hot. The Liv Morgan um, Ronda Rousey match. I oh, don't. Dude. I didn't oh, expect God. anything from that anyway. Didn't so, yeah. This way, I have I have very strong thought. Yeah, and in so my fucking I. title reign was that horse shit. <laughs> it's not the fact I lost. It's the way I lost. The match it like, was. It's like being a football fan, like NFL it here. It's it like I would rather lose a game seventy five. Like I'd rather her beat me six to nothing. Than, like, <laughs> five, that you know what, what I mean? Like, yeah, I'd, I'd rather lose a football game ninety to three. Then lose Madness. 27 to 24 watching the Green Bay Packers <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers' dumbass win in overtime. But like, uh, I'd rather get destroyed than lose. It hurts. But to that match. <laughs> what was your favorite match of the night? Um, The opener has got to be up there, I think. I think it was just, yeah. like you said, it set the tone for the show. It was absolutely perfect. And it, again, I think the, the structure of the show worked well because the Liv Morgan Ronda Rousey match that I didn't expect much from followed. And you tend to look at pay-per-views, especially WWE pay-per-views. They open strong. And then the, the second match tends to be one of the weaker ones on the card. So I think that worked quite well. But the opener was was great. I enjoyed Riddle versus Rollins, but then I'm quite a big Seth Rollins fan. And I thought it was, it, it was quite unique, the setting that it was in. Did you um, see the fight pit in NXT? I I did I did but I think I'm, I've seen it like once and when they were talking about the fight pit in the build up yeah they I, did a good job building like uh, on weekly TV they showed that video package a couple of times because that was ah, see, there you go that's, 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 it was mm-hmm. 
that's probably where I struggled then because I would have seen it in NXT, which would have been what a good a good few years ago now, isn't it? A good and year. then it was him and Thatcher. It was Thatcher and Riddle, and then Champa and Riddle. I remember that. I remember Champa being in there. The Riddle, when they were talking yeah. about the fight pit, I I couldn't remember it myself until I saw the video package on the pay per view, and then I was like, oh yeah, okay, I have seen this before. But it is a very unique setting, isn't it? There's no it is. the fact that there's no ropes straight away completely yeah, changes like the dynamic. Yeah, like when you hit, you're hitting steel. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Cormier yeah, weighs like 700 pounds, so like the ring can barely hold him. <laughs> like everybody's like, even Cormier is going to fight Brock Lesnar. And I was like, now with that beer gut. Nah, he did not look in good shape, did he? Yeah, yeah, big old beer belly. When Brock attacked Lashley on Raw, I was like, thank God I ain't got to sit through fucking Daniel Cormier trying to struggle and breathe through a Brock Lesnar match. <laughs> right. like, unless it's one of the Brock Lesnar matches where he f Like, I don't know if Brock can get his ass up. Like, right. he's like big show weight. But yeah. Um, all right, Chuck, what was your match of the night? Oh, I was drinking. Let me think about it. Uh, <laughs> my match of the night. I really enjoyed uh, Rollins and, and Riddle. That's probably my favorite. I like seeing, because first of all, it's my first time seeing a match like that. So just to see him on top of the platform, like beating the shit out of each other. Like, Dude, if you fall, it's going to hurt. Tyler, quit getting over in the He's fucking getting- comments. <laughs> He's He's getting getting over so, so here's Tyler. Hey, hello. And it blows Yo, up. Yo, Tyler. What's hello. up, Tyler? Hi, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler's more popular. Oh, the show is even talking shit. I know. I knew Ben's laughing like, what the fuck? So, like, I went from, like, Tyler. top of the food chain. Like, I'm jobbing on WWE in it main event right now. I got to rebuild Let's myself. just kick Tyler out of here. Uh, All right. Uh, Tyler, calm your shit down. Yeah, that's probably my anyway. match of the night. Though. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, when Ren Riddle jumped off, landed on Rollins, I thought he might have legit been hurt hey, the first time. we got time. breaking news. Uh-uh. Is that how he ran out of the ring real fast? Breaking news. Dean Ambrose's wife just signed with AEW. All We're right. not surprised. Continue. I thought she was going to fucking Bengals or some shit. No, she's over here half-dressed, and she's all elite. I like when she's half-dressed. That's cool. I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> Canadian, Canadian, Canadians, oh, God. Canadians really tur- like. Canadian women are gross. I'm not and surprised that I don't like. Sure, that's true. I don't like Canadians. Tr- in general. Stratus is from Canada. Trash. She's smoking. All Canadians are trash. Oh, that's all just incorrect. <laughs> that's just incorrect. If you didn't pay attention to bigger South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut, that's your problem. Oh, for God's sake! I've been paying attention to Trish Stratus, and she's like oh, fine my. line. We have it's older with age. We have great tits in America. <laughs> like we're okay. Oh God! I can find you a stripper that looks just like Trish Stratus, and you'd be so drunk you wouldn't even clubs. That you, that you don't in. go to the one, not around <laughs> here. I've been to some, I've been, uh, Did you go to New York, New York? That's where the grand, I grand, know. That's where hey, I'll tell you what, a stripper if, would go strip. She would. If you can find a stripper that looks like Trish Stratus, I'll fetch my passport. Say, <laughs> sign me the fuck okay. up, right? Say, <laughs> don't, don't, don't Your even. Your wife look. is watching, bro. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. She's got to comments. You're no longer the head of your. Table, yeah, dude. Look, Ben's talking shit. He's I, getting you. Thank you, Ben. I always, I always. <laughs> but I ain't gonna call. I never like people table. named Ben. Uh, that's a great first name, in my opinion. I think it's, I think it's classic. That's kind of a douchey name. It's that's not mine funny. myself. That's Josh's but. catchphrase. I won't do that. <laughs> I'm just the head of this table. Not All right, Yvonne, what's your favorite match? Mine was Bianca and Bailey. It was. It history was made. It was the first ever women's ladder match. That was for the title. That was pretty neat. And it was history made. They both killed it. Um, overall, I liked all the matches. Riddle and Seth and Walter. Yep, that was it was good. good. Maybe Matt, I, I knew. That, I don't even remember. Did I vote for Emporium to win on yeah, this show? We all, we all did. 
on the other show I did as well. The other show, the other thing I do was like I fucking knew they were going to lose because they won at Castle. It was their Walter won Friday, and he won Friday, so it was their turn. So if I pay attention on Friday, I would have changed that. Like they're going to, it's clear they're going to fucking win. But uh, is what it is. Oh, it does wrong. (laughs) Um. Edge and Bauer was my oh, match of the night. Edge and Bauer. I, uh, I love the ending, the concerto with Beth. That was good. So Edge didn't have you to say. You called I, that like, yeah, I, He did. I told – you don't want Edge to be like, oh, my God, the Cuda girl, I quit. Like, that makes Edge look weak, even though the Cuda girl is Bauer's move. But, like, the involvement of Beth, then the, the concerto – and then Edge is like, oh, shit. Like, I quit. Okay. And then Rhea did it anyway. She did it anyway. It's fucking brilliant. I think I yelled fucking brilliant after it happened. <laughs> First off, I yelled, hit her. Hit her. <laughs> fucking hit her. Sorry, Bud Light. Some but of, I was like, of, fucking hit her. Oh, like, and White Russians. He always says women when he's on Bud Light. It's his thing. Oh, I don't like Beth <laughs> Phoenix. No, no offense. But, but I mean, I what a brilliant way to end. That then they was. all scatter. And then it's like, oh, shit. Then it perfectly sets up Balor. And Beth, or sorry, Balor and Rhea versus Edge and Beth, yep. or Rhea versus Beth, or Edge versus Balor. I think that's the. I think that's the biggest thing about that, isn't it? It's not yeah. the end game. There, we're getting yeah. more from this. And, and, and I'll be honest, when you asked me what my favorite match was, Balor versus Edge, for some reason, just completely escaped my mind. I totally forgot that even. <laughs> <happened>. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was that was absolutely storming, and the fact that. We're going to get more of this. Yes, I, 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 I like Dominic in this heel role. Yes, I prefer him that, like that than the almost like raised little sidekick. He almost has a character of his own now. Um, Finn Balor is fantastic at the best of times, anyway. Sure, you know, it, 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 I think there's just so much going on with that group, and the fact that we're going to get more is good because you look at other aspects of the show you almost feel as though there are other storylines or other matches that are like the end of something like Riddle and yep. Seth Rollins. You feel that's the end of that, Riddle especially with, with Rollins now moving on, winning the United States championship. You kind of feel that that's, they moved on to different things now. So having, having other storylines that are still running in behind, it's, it's a continuation of television, isn't it? That's what, we get now that we didn't used to get. Absolutely. When do we think that Ray is going to finally break down and just fucking lay out? Any, any, <laughs> I, I feel like that's a Saudi match. Yeah, I do too. It's got to be so, a pay per view. Yeah, he's got to snap like at some soon. point. Soon. Yeah. I think they're just slowly building. It reminds me of like when Kane debuted and kept trying to get the Taker to fight him, but Taker's like, "I'm not going to fight you. You're my brother. I'm not going to fight you. You're my brother." Then he finally just snapped and took him out when they had their feud. It's kind of the same time. idea there. So side is what? Uh, start of November, is it? So a couple of weeks away? November 5th. Yeah. Is that a bit soon? I mean, in my head, I don't know why. I, I was always no. assuming that we're going to get I mean, Mysterio can... versus oh. Mysterio at Mania. But obviously that's quite a way off, isn't it? On, on this show, we've been talking about them fighting since like May. We have. Like, okay. they, easy, like they teased attention forever. They did. Like we thought on Father's Day he was going to turn. Other than like, just because that, but Vince is, you know, too busy banging hookers to worry about it. But, they want hookers. They just hooked up one time. Well, I don't know. I feel they like it's, it feels like a Saudi match to me. I like know, Logan right. Paul and Roman's the headliner. Then you have Brock and Lashley's the head mid card, or probably the opener. So Brock can get the fuck out of Saudi because you know he doesn't like staying around. Yeah, we know. And then that. Ray and Dominic, Edge and them. I feel like the Judgment Day is going to be featured heavy. Some um, I, soon. I, I expect Saudi that match to happen. Okay. Just because they still the next one Survivor Series, then what are you gonna do? Sure. We still have to have like Ray actually turn and like attack Dominic and actually set it up. Think about with with Styles, 
in the OC with the OC, so Gallows and Anderson yep, returned OC, Monday sure, to Raw. Yep, so the team yep. with Styles to go after Judgment Day because they've been beating the shit out of Styles for a while. If that's where they're going, then this Ray Dominic thing's gonna kind of take its own thing on the side. So yeah. you probably want to get that over with before you, and then move on. Because I don't want to see this in Jan until fucking Rumble. They're still feuding. Like they'd eventually an, have them fight, have Dominic go over, and then kind of move is what I would do. Well, so I've got no issue at all with a longer, a longer program, a longer story, as long as it's told well. Sure. I think you need to have. We spoke momentarily ago, didn't we, about continuation of TV and always having something to make you come back as stories end, other things beginning, and, and so on. I don't mind long-term storytelling if it's done well. In the same way, I don't mind a feud being one and done in a month if it's told well. What I think the problem with WWE is, and why I kind of fell out of love with the company for so long was that everything seemed so rushed all the time. It was it was like, okay, we've got, we've got such and such a guy coming back from injury, or we've got this guy coming back from, um, he's, he's, he's been away elsewhere, or this tag team is, is quite popular, let's split them up and have them face each other. It, it didn't seem like they were willing to take their time with anything at all. So I've got no issues at all if Mysterio and Dom, Dominic run long, as long as it's told well. If we get to the Rumble and it's... And it's just the same shit every week. That's when I kind of lose patience with this because, okay, well, let's get to it. Let's get to the end game already. I don't know what else he could do though. Like he's pushed mm. him down. He's hit him. Like what like, next week? Does he like run him over the car? Then the next <laughs> week, the truck? Like, how do you build this for like, right. it's already been teased for months. And now that's his mom for a month. It's like, mm -hmm. and we have him in basically, we have him in three different feuds now with AJ, with edge and with Ray. So they're really Judgment Day is really in three feuds right now. They yeah. are. I mean, Judgment Day is Judgment Day. Will be the report is from WrestleBuddy. That's where I saw it. That Judgment Day, all four of them, versus the OC with a woman competitor of their choosing, which go. could be a debut, could be somebody they brought. They're bringing in. But that is the rumor uh -oh. for for War Games. That'd be is good. Judgment Day versus the OC with a female of their choosing, which could. Chuck said before we went on there, could be Beth, but could we'll speculate be, yeah. later when this is actually announced. <clears throat> and then the other report is Team Bray versus the Bloodline. Be good. Now yeah. we'll we'll break we'll get into Bray because we get into Bray, we'll we'll be in I'll be, I'll we'll be in that will probably yeah. end the show. Yeah, <laughs> so um we like Bray over here. Yeah, we Survivor do. Series. Oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> that was pretty epic. But so let's go. I, I think I got them in order. We kind of touched on this one. There's the picture, courtesy of WWE.com. Um, Walter getting, him. getting his he ass beat. I love the fucking thing he did with the uh, – what's he called the thing where he beats up their chest? I forget. The, uh, where he pulls the rope over and beats – he beat him at every level of the did. rope. <laughs> like he hit him at the top, then he, he went to the middle, top, then he yeah. took him to the bottom, then he took him under the – like <laughs> Sheamus is on another – like Sheamus has refound. I think so. The Sheamus of like he did. Ten years beating ago. John Cena in a tables match for the yep. title in his first match. He like did. he's hot as shit. Like the brawling brutes are over. They're fun. over. And they've wrestle WrestleDews.com said they're now listed under the baby face side of the roster. Heels. So now they're oh, not wow. heels. That makes sense. They when they were fine with New Day, now they're fighting they with They organically got over. They yep. sure did. So there's like a with Triple H, I feel like he's not gonna tell you, hey, you're turning, you're this. Whatever they do to you, you chew or boo you, cheer you, that's what you are. Yep. They're baby faces right now. They're super over. Um, I've thought about this 
You can't. Too early for that. You can't. Like you, Gunther, you don't want to waste it on a one-off. Because yeah. Gunther and Roman are not going to feud right now. I mean, The Rock just called out Roman last day in a he fucking interview. He said he's the head of the table. He said, I am the head of the table. He said, I'm not going to tell you who the te- head of the table is, but you're interviewing him right now. Yeah, so it's there like, we go. That's what he said. Well, so yeah. There it is. Then, right there. Now, Ben, <laughs> this is something I could see next year yeah. at like a Survivor Series. Mm. But Gunther, does. you got to keep them away from each other. I agree it's like that. this Team Bray versus Bloodline thing's got me feeling a little weird. Yeah. But I trust Bray and Triple H right. more than I trust just Vince. But... And with Simi being involved, it could go down and make everybody look fine. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Well, I mean, if you book Team Bray and his Firefly characters against the Bloodline, you book the ending where Sammy or Jay are still fucking feuding with each other. One pushes the other. Yeah. Sister Abigail, one, two, three. Then Roman's like, what the fuck? And then you just cause more tension in the Bloodline. Sure. And that furthers that storyline. Mm-hmm. Then Bray could go do it. Hey, we beat sure. the fucking best faction ever yep. on to the, whatever Bray's next thing is. I feel like Bray's Cody Rhodes is going to be his first huge target. I can believe that. I believe it too. But back when we'll he finally see. comes back. When he comes back, yeah. Rubble. I don't think Cody's going to win it no more. But we'll see. We'll see. That seems to have been on the cards for a long time, though, doesn't it? That he was Cody winning the Rumble, going to Mania. But yep. I couldn't ever really buy into Cody being the guy that beats Reigns. Nope, me. I just well, never quite had it in my head. So I'm thinking, what do they do? Do they do they split the belts back up again so that, that Cody can win his title? Yeah. That was the report. That's what I thought like, was going to happen. They've given up, I think. <laughs> so I mean, they ain't split until at least after the the WrestleMania, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, the WrestleMania. But, so that means the Rocks win the Rumble. <laughs> yep. Okay. Or, I mean, possibly. I'm just saying, like, yeah. if the Rocks fighting Roman and he has both belts, there's only one way around it. Unless whoever wins point. the Rumble's like, "Fuck it, I want to challenge it." Right. Saudi at Survivor Era Elimination Chamber, yeah. which I don't yeah. think's ever been done. No. But I just think logically. If the winner of the Rumble faces the champion at WrestleMania and the belts will come off reigns, he has to win the Rumble. I mean, you're right. Mm. Logic. I mean, oh, Cody wins the Rumble, and it's like, oh, well, Cody, you know, we'll give you a title shot at Money in the Bank in July. It's like, no, it doesn't no. work that way. So Another way around it, I guess, you mentioned Elimination Chamber there. Uh, that, that's, that's not even popped in my head before, but in the past, you've had you know Elimination Chambers for the Universal title and the World title, so two separate matches. You could potentially have it that Reigns is forced to defend the belt twice. What each belt sure. once, two I mean, matches. The like second that. one, the second one, he's exhausted. Still looks very strong, but just manages. You know, doesn't quite manage to kick out of all the three count. Loses one of the titles. Could even like have that. interference, costing the one title for the guy who's going to wrestle him for the other title at Mania. And you can work work with that potentially. I like yeah, that. The, I do too. It's going to be an interesting road. It will. And if The Rock wins, the fans are going to be pissed off. It's going to be the first big black mark on Triple H's resume with the, with the wrestling community. That he, Right now, everybody's very happy. There's no way The Rock's winning but, that match. Unless they, no they, would be insane. they must be insane. The only way The Rock can win the Rumble as everything's structured right now is if The Rock can't be at WrestleMania. Sure. That's it. Because I mean, if he's talking shit in interviews, he's going to be there. Already. I don't know how you get around it. Um, very disappointed in both these women's matches. Honestly, pretty rough. They didn't, um, I don't like Bianca's either. was good. I just, so we'll go to Bianca. I think, no, this is not in order. Hold on. Let's get, all right. So this was a, ste- I'm just not even going to fucking hold back. This was a steaming pile of shit from the beginning. Uh, the whole feud, yeah, the buildup of this was terrible. was terrible. If Triple H, if I can like on one thing, this feud was horrible. I don't know if he inherited this feud and like, oh shit, now what do I do? Oh, sure. The build was horrible. It was already I a hot mess when he came. Lives hot table spot, which I think 
on the pre-show about yeah. 18 times. Uh, Wasn't really that impressive mm -hmm. after seeing it 186 times between <laughs> Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and the pre-show. Exactly. Um, I could care less what Ronda does. I with, um, this was the outcome. Ronda won with some kind of chokehold that made Liv smile, and then she fell asleep. Like, I don't know if she fell asleep because her match was you're boring. You're getting choked or she actually got choked out. Really? This was botch fest. I put in my article, which you find on WrestleMania.com, that this was a AEW's women's division you match. Did. It was terrible. Do better. It was. Be better. And they need to. It was horrible. It Not was. just because of, like, this was a steaming pile of shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know what else to say. It was it was a botch. From the, like, Liv botched all her moves. Mm -hmm. She yeah. botched the fire extinguisher. She got it caught in the fucking... She did. She got it caught in the little curtain thing on the side of the she room. Just, uh, she she couldn't know. even get the fire... Like, she's not an extreme... She's competitor. just not. She's not. Look, all the fans mm -hmm. wanted her in this spot. This is a this is when you tell wrestling fans, like, hey, they're not ready for this spot. Right. She was not ready for the no, championship she yet. Was not she was I feel with... More time. I feel with Liv Morgan, it was almost an experiment. Because yes. she had this, she had this, you know, this groundswell of support, and everyone was behind her. And there was the whole underdog thing going for her, wasn't there? But the issue with any underdog story that we've seen, we've seen it all over the place. We've seen it with, uh, you know, the Eugene character, even going back as far as that. This whole underdog thing. There comes a point when you're not the underdog anymore. Yes, true. Because you, you've, you've overcome the, the monster. You overcome the giant task or whatever. And then, if you keep trying to act like the underdog eventually people are going to turn on you because you're not sounding particularly confident. I mean, Randy Orton, when he won his first world championship in 2004, he spent his first couple of weeks of television running away from Triple H, even though he was the world champion and the fans turned on him very quickly. I feel with Liv Morgan, this was an experiment. It was too soon. And I also think that you mentioned the build up for this match was, was, was terrible. And that maybe what affected the match itself. Neither of these ladies, uh, whatever strengths they may well have, to me, neither of these ladies are particularly good talkers. Nope. No, no, they're not. But we're they're seeing, in my opinion, no. And then WWE is going to do Ronda versus Charlotte. It's like if fucking just shoot Charlotte's me now. Like, gonna go right side, right you've been, you've, you've listened to the show. <laughs> me and Charlotte, I, I'm aware of your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we go way back to that. Well, you know, we had. Me and her had a sword fight once. And she won. <laughs> She's definitely packing more heat than I am. She's definitely more manly than I am. But we know how you feel about Charlotte. We get it. this is what we're going to get next. No. And we know. This is what we're going to, and we're probably going to get Liv, Ronda, and fucking Charlotte at Saudi. Yep. But luckily, Charlotte has to cover up all her skin. <laughs> Hopefully, she has to wear a mask on her face. But dude, I hope Rousey, I hope Rousey hits a fucking Saudi guard and gets fucking shot. You know, oh, like God damn. <laughs> I stopped myself. That got dark. But my question was, I mean, because. Oh, I gotta like I can't say. It. <laughs> All right, go ahead. How many more times are we gonna see Ronda Rousey beat up male security guards? Because I <laughs> yeah, or get arrested. It doesn't look badass anymore. You do it every week. It's not. You're not tough. It's very, <laughs> She's done it three times. Very yes. fake tough. Just trying to get over with her. Fucking oh, bitch! Like shut up. <laughs> Since I'm curious. Well, this is why Side doesn't watch weekly TV. I'm curious. If she has a <laughs> To beat up yeah. What happened next week? She beat up cops. What happened next yeah. week? She beat up the vending machine guy. You remember when Stone Cold got arrested? That, but with Ronda. Yeah, uh, <laughs> pretty much. Like, fuck. So she does that in Saudi. I wonder if they'll be like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Do you think maybe, uh, maybe with Ronda Rousey, she's been a little bit overexposed? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And two things I, with Ronda Rousey. Uh -oh. <laughs> One is she thinks she's better than what she is because right. she was good in UFC. Yep. These mm -hmm. are two different companies. And I think she struggles with it. Like, 
seriously, I don't think she quite understands that this is a different thing. And like, she takes all the shit that she gets personally. Like she reacts on Twitter. She like tries to defend herself when people make fun of her for certain mm-hmm. things. When in reality, you're a superstar, you're a celebrity now. The more you re- react to it, the less you understand what's actually yep. happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so she just doesn't get that aspect. So when she gets booed, she takes it really personally because she mm-hmm. got cheered in the UFC. And she doesn't get that face heel aspect of it. Okay. She can't deal with. She can't handle the heat. She can't handle the heat. Let's go back to UFC. What happened when she lost her first match or fight? She fucking ran away. Like she disappeared forever. Like she Mm -hmm. fucking's a sore loser. Mm -hmm. And like when people said boo, like she came, she had a really good run her first year. Her first year was really good. She was trying to find good people. What I think happened is she's like, I got this shit. I had a great. She did have one of the best one year. Well, she made a ever. Like her matches were good though. They, they met it, something. But they were there. But like, but she had good feuds. Like her and Alexa was good. Her and I, <laughs> fuck, when an I and Jack feuds good, you know. But like then, I feel like she's like, I got this shit, and then she just kind of cruises. It's like, oh wait, you don't have it. Like you thought mm-hmm. you did. Your promos are yep. terrible. Your ring yep. works fine. But like it was a botch fest Saturday. It was. I it haven't was. seen botch fest that worse since I saw Shotzi Blackheart running around with a ladder. Yeah. Well, she was fucking botching everything that she was. Money in the bank. I felt bad for her. She's I, new to the main roster. Try was nervous. Terrible. It's probably the most fan she's been mm-hmm. in front of. But Rhonda's been here before, and I suspect she better out of both of them. Inside and out. I think Liv was just too soon, and I hope she takes Sister Abigail's spot. It can help her. She needs a. Mm. She needs. The reports are it's her and Bo Dallas. They're mar- or like engaged or dating oh, or whatever. Bo's obviously Bray's brother, so it makes sense. Bo being in it and her. Yep, you know, WWE likes putting all their. their- up Stan. <laughs> just <laughs> kicked Stan. But I don't know. Uh, Yvonne, what did you think it of that? Because I pre- thought it was a steaming It was pretty bad. And Liv laughing, like, you're, get, you're getting that? hit with a weapon and you're smiling. Yeah, you're, no that's just, is, like, insanely gross. I mean, seriously. I think this was the worst match of the night. It, it was, was terrible. It was oh, pretty- yeah. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, hands down, this was terrible. I, I think the issue with, with, with Ronda is... She's, uh, you said her. You said her work is fine, and that's that's what it is. It's fine. It's not exceptional. It's not dreadful. I mean, here it was terrible. Don't get me wrong, but overall, <laughs> it, it was terrible. I think she's terrible. terrible. She has had some good matches now. I can watch Brock Lesnar return again and again and again because it feels special. Lesnar's an attraction. Rousey, to me, I don't understand. She, she's a big name. She, she's, you know, regardless of what happened on Extreme Rules, she's a big name and she could be potentially an, an attraction. She brings eyes to the products that maybe wouldn't normally watch because of Rosie's involvement. However, if she's on TV every week, she just becomes like everybody else. And if you become like everybody else, you need to be very, very good at this to stand out from everybody else. Sure. And she hasn't got the promos nope. and her, her in-ring work being just fine. You can get away with that in, you know, a, a couple of matches here and there. But if you're on TV regularly and it's just fine, you don't stand out. So all of a sudden, this big attraction you have, this big name value you have, just becomes like everybody else. Yeah. And it's no longer an attraction. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Look at The Rock. His ring. I was about to say. Yep. His ring work is just John okay. Cena, fine. Mm-hmm. Just okay. Cold ring work. Fine. Triple A. Shawn Michaels. Fine. He's awesome. 
Fine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sean was the man. Don't, don't be talking shit about Shawn Michaels. His 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 guy. He's like AJ Styles. His Shawn Michaels like that great. is like Kenny Omega on Wish. No, like, no, 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 that's incorrect. Like Shawn Michaels wishes he could be Kenny Omega. Every other name you said was okay until that one. Now you're going too far. He's like AJ Styles. He's really good in the ring, you but his Mike Skilly were just and, like, okay. Shawn Michaels takes my chance. <laughs> you know, Shawn Michaels probably knows who Billy Eilish is. Shawn Michaels sang his own theme song, so he's better singing than Billy Eilish. Talking about cock on live TV Monday night. He was that too. He was. <laughs> That's how cool Shawn Michaels is. Oh, dude, it's a sign. They took a so you know the backstage fucking AW that whole drama thing. So Triple yes. H WWE finally took a shot back at AW <laughs> after all the shit. And the uh, Triple H, they're talking backstage. Whatever. Hey, penis, and it's random as shit, but it was funny. I laughed. It's like what? He's like, you have to behave yourself. Then when they walk away, he's like, "No fighting." Really like little douchey, like like dad voice, like mom voice. Well, size probably no fighting. Like, kids, I listen to this show every week, and he didn't even show you our sponsors. So, speaking of p- people that don't know how to fight, we're proudly sponsored by Tony Khan and his huge pile of cocaine. It <laughs> never seems to get any smaller. Is this getting higher? The promo gets- of the year: AW Dynamite, eight o'clock, two weeks. <laughs> Best promo ever. He got a make a wish. I don't know how him and Cesaro got WWE to do a make a wish, but they're both in AEW. And that's what an independent study confirmed that cocaine's the fucking best. Tony Khan, the next picture, and this is him hugging some random guy in the crowd from the KKK. Hey, sign. The funny thing is, this guy is rumored to like be like weighing a WWE offer and an AEW offer. How funny would it be if he shows up at NXT? That would be hilarious. It'd be funny if he comes to NXT and he goes uh, Sean. Sean gives him a big hug. Yeah. I guess I got a picture. And make sure to go out. To your local KB Toys or, by All or, Elite Wrestling or Backstage Assault featuring CM Punk, some <laughs> random guy who looks like the Miz on steroids, the Young Bucks, and Kenny. Kenny. And for you can buy it on PlayStation One for nineteen ninety nine at your local KB Toys or Kmart retail. <laughs> oh, PlayStation One. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that artwork. Look at the people that on is Twitter. Good. The people on Twitter. And then they got it. Yeah, I am going to ARW soon. That's me. <laughs> Sunglasses and all. And then that's me. I will be joining Jason Dugan October 30th. Where am I going to be? Orlando, Florida. Dude, I know where you're going to be in a while. We're fighting Mr. Do- I thought it said Shiho Dong. That would have been a better name. We're fighting this that's guy. That's what it says. I thought I said that too. <laughs> Shiho Dong. I'm not wearing my glasses. His dong. Dugan's told me personally that his dong is smaller than Charlotte's. Oh, so for we're God's okay. sake. Oh, shit. That's too much. All right, we got comments. Sure he will do. end up in Impact. I'm guessing the KKK guy. Oh, okay. Is it Bandido his name, I believe? Bandido, is that correct? Bandido, something like that. Yeah, yeah he fought. <laughs> Shiho Dong. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that sounds right. All right, so let's get from the negative. To the positive. Um, hashtag cocaine. I love the cocaine. All right, so let's go to the other women's match. Ugh. Bailey and Bianca. <laughs> I thought this match was fine. It was good. And like and I, the was, match was fine. History was the made, wrong like fucking said, person won. I know. The I wrong, like, that was the only problem. Na- like, where do you yeah. go? Like Bailey lost with help. Right. So Probably. now what? That's it. I mean, like, seriously. That's where I'm at. Like, size said continuous stories. Like, mm-hmm. apparently after Raw Monday, well, Candace LeRae pinned Bailey. She beat her. So mm-hmm. which fantastic, but I love Candace LeRae. She did not get a really good run in NXT. She I think did. more of the exposures on her her husband. Rightfully so. Was your husband? Was one of the, oh, Gargano? Gotcha. Like, he he's one him. of the best ever. And, and I'm a huge fan of Gargano, as you guys know. You are. Yep. But where's this story go? Ohio native. Bailey lost clean. She did. Why did she get another shot? 
She lost clean. She did. She lost clean. She tried to cheat. Bianca didn't have nobody run out and help her. She I was did. waiting for Sasha and Naomi to come out and help Bianca when it was three on one. But it never happened. So that's my issue. Match was fine. I get like a seven out of this ten. Is- I thought it was really lame. What's next? I thought it was really lame when Bailey used her hair, used Bianca's hair to throw her I, down. I thought, I thought when she used her hair and pulled her and she hit her head on the ladder was pretty cool. <laughs> I thought it was really lame when she jumped right back up like nothing happened and then used her hair to whip Bailey. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. One, there's no selling that fucking hit. Right. Really. Two, fuck your hair. Like it's not gonna hurt. Uh, <laughs> Don't make fun of so. people's hair. <laughs> I feel like you're holding something like that was a. Hey, listen. <laughs> you're like, fuck you in your hair. In your hair. Fuck there's, your hair, bitch. There's a little. Put it up in a ponytail. Don't touch it. No, it was stupid. Like it was stupid. Sp- but overall, it was fun. The KOD onto the ladder was a brutal spot. Mm-hmm. Like sure. Bianca's strong as fuck. She is. Oh yeah, she's right, dude. Bianca is everything that they wanted Ronda to be. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm pretty Bianca sure Bianca would whoop her ass. Bianca should be the face of the women between her and Becky, and you know. Those are your two big women. They but are. I just don't understand where they're yeah. still going on with Bailey versus Bianca. I just don't know how. I don't now Candice will right pin Bailey. So oh like, boy, she gonna be Bailey better. took two pins in a fucking two days, day period? three days, three days. Yeah. a clean pin too. Damn. I know we all wanted Bailey. To Yvonne, win. women's shit's yours. I don't know. I give up. I will no longer yeah. be predicting women's matches going forward. That way, it can't hurt me or help me. <laughs> like you I'm said, done. like you said, I don't see what's next. I mean, Bianca retains. Bailey should have won, and Liv should have retained. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I agree. You better go choke your chicken because you felt you you ruined these two are bad. Here did it on Monday. Yeah, he did. All right, size. You don't watch Raw, so there was four roosters like (laughs) little rubber chickens on Triple H's like desk backstage. <laughs> so first off, it goes backstage and Triple H has his headset on with it. He looks like fucking Santa. He's like, he takes Vince. his headset off <laughs> and Sean's like, what are those cocks on your table? And there's four chickens on there. <laughs> Triple H picks one up and he's like, well, he's going to choke his chicken. We got to go boys. And then Triple H's sitting there holding it and he's like, he said, who did this? And, and they cussed. keep censoring their cussing. He's like, God damn, but it's like, beep, beep, beep. And Sean's right. like, what the beep? You need a watch. The segment's pretty enjoyable. It's very 07 or 06 DX. It's it's, it was good stuff. Like they threw in the cocks, they threw in all the old gag stuff yeah. in. It was pretty funny. It was funny. Uh, going back, oh, to the, Vince's we mentioned glass. Uh, Vince's glass. Right. Okay, there yeah, makes sense. I knew those glasses look familiar somehow. Going back to um, the the ladder match, I totally agree with you that the wrong person won, and I I also agree. I don't know where Bailey can go from there, but also. Where does Bianca Belair go from there? Because if Bailey is is defeated as her challenger, who else is coming up for her on the on that brand to face? Candice LeRae. It looks like Candice LeRae. It looks like Candice. Okay. I mean, you also, and I, I know this is probably going to start you off a little bit, and I apologize, but you obviously got Charlotte coming back. Oh my God, Sai. Woo! <laughs> she can't compete for both of correct. Just keep her At on SmackDown. Look, I know it. for good, like, <laughs> possible that maybe she comes back and faces Belair, and we get Bailey going across to the other brand and that's faces it. Ronda Rousey, because that's something we haven't seen before. Yeah, mm-hmm. The report for like Mania it. this year, it's going to be Bianca and Charlotte yeah, at Mania. Because she wants to, and she's beat all the full, all the horse women Bianca. except Bianca. Charlotte. Yep. Okay, horse women. I use that term very loose when describing <laughs> Charlotte. I, I take the horse man, but like she looks like one, and she's hung like one. Oh but my gosh, you're so nice. But we know. Don't act surprised. This is our 151st episode. <laughs> I haven't liked Charlotte since episode negative seven. So you've never liked it. That bitch. Woo! God damn it, Ben! How do I block somebody from the Get him, Ben! Woo! We scared Tyler off. He's like, he's like, like, fine guys. Shit! He got over. He got his fame. He's done. 
All right, let's let's get out of these women <laughs> matches. Um, when Charlotte comes, that's back all I can do. It. Get in and get out. Uh, uh, shut up. Josh, be happy. <laughs> all right, the, Drew and Cross. Sai, what I'm did you it. think of? The, oh my fucking god! <laughs> I got on video. He's over it again. Oh, fucking Jesus Christ! All right, got that on video. There's Cross doing what Chuck needs done to him on a regular fucking Wednesday night. <laughs> All right, what was your thought? A strap match, which we said last week when Babe, uh, Jimmy Bebe from Wrestling Buddy was on, is a hard match to pull off. And it's hard to have a classic strap match, even though yeah. I think Bray and Brian was probably my favorite of recent memory. Mm-hmm. I think they did a really good one last year. but Or it was last year or two years ago. But what was your thoughts on this? And did Cross – the point is, did Cross come over to you as a legit threat? Because that was the whole purpose of this feud. I think that – Okay, answering that question first, then I think cross winning was the the only real option they had, and I think they booked right. themselves into a corner here because Drew has just come off a big a big defeat in in Cardiff. I almost felt like he needed to win this as well. So by putting the pair of them in there, on the one hand, you're thinking, okay, which way is this going to go? But on the other side of the coin, cross winning was the right the right decision. Mm-hmm. So where does that leave Drew now? Because he's he's took two big defeats in succession. Is he now going to drop back down the card and end up facing Rollins for the US title or going after going after the IC title or something? Maybe I don't know. But with regards to Carrion Cross, the the whole production of it, the entrance, Scarlet, uh, the music, I think that is superb, and I think that screams star in the ring. I, I can't put my finger on exactly what it is, but there's something not quite there. And I'm, I'm not saying he's terrible by any stretch of the imagination, but it's almost like he's he, he's ninety percent there, but there's just something missing. Give it time. Mm-hmm. When he came to NXT, they hit us with that entrance right off the bat, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Holy shit!" And that's all they kept showing us was that entrance, that entrance, yeah. that entrance. And I was like, "Then he'd wrestle and he'd squash somebody for like he squashed people for like probably two months." And I was like, "There's something missing with this guy." Just keep watching him. Eventually, you're just like, "Okay, I get it." And I think there's a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, especially Chuck's, after his gladiator porn star gimmick he had on <laughs> yeah. before. Like, yeah. I think that yeah. also is in the back of people's heads. Like, how do I take him serious when, like, he was, Not like, a Pornhub exclusive yeah. for, like, a month? Sure. seventeen ninety nine right now. But. <laughs> yeah, yes, there's, a, there's free porn on there, right? Oh, for God's <laughs> Not the stuff. Your porn has page with two guys. Mine has page three we don't need to know i don't need to know where that come where'd that come from i don't know but i don't there's a hole in that wall from. for a reason oh, but anyway there- oh, God. Has me <laughs> shut Stop. up we're laughing <laughs> so i don't you're not helping either i was laughing i don't know what's so fucking funny you talking the like hole that. in your wall that's my favorite it's not in my wall it was in the wall in the video oh. if any dicks come through my wall i'm freaking i don't know what's wrong with you guys Ben says Drew versus Gunther would actually be awesome. Oh, for sure. That is going to be a match that I happens. Like that. But to answer size question, I think Drew's about to go heel. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think he can play the, you know what? He can come out on Friday, but like, I fucking carried this company through COVID for mm-hmm. you fucking idiots. And I fucking <laughs> beat Brock Lesnar because you guys were sick of having a part-time champion. I, you guys never embraced me. And I fucking, now you're all love carrying cross. Fuck you guys. And he turns and he said in a recent interview, he wants to go heel again. So you just get a badass fuck you Drew McIntyre going forward, which opens up a whole new door of feuds for him. Yeah, of course. Right. It's very, sta- very stale the way he is now. He's, sure. well, he's just exhausted all the – he's fought all the heels. 
Yes. Like now he needs yeah. to switch. Like there's nobody left for him. There's nobody left. Cross the issue is though, if the issue is though, if he comes out and cuts a promo like that. With the way wrestling fans are, they weren't going to fucking cheer him anyway. No, it's right, like when he came out. <laughs> like he was. Listen, that when WWE takes you to your home country, builds a pay per view around you, and still don't put the belt on you, it's yeah, not your time, bro. It's not like your time. it was there. In, we kept saying it was in or never. Mm-hmm. Cardiff, yeah. he was over his shit. <laughs> Broken dreams played. Like it yeah. was it. That's the problem with having Reigns carry this fucking title for going on three years now. There's nothing else for anybody to do. Now, granted, Triple H is trying to make those titles useful again, but with Reigns holding that title fucking part time captive. We're just all just kind of treading water, doing the same feuds over and over again, trying to get over one way or the other. Or brings you to cross. But where does he go? Right, and where's he? I mean, it's got to be a title, I assume, <clears throat> in IC or US down the They're line. Not gonna put him to Gunther. He's not gonna go to Raw because or fucking. I mean, he could. Well, this feud's probably not even over yet. This is their first. It's probably match. not. They're it gonna might, keep fighting. I don't for know. They're gonna probably fight. They might fight again at Saudi, probably. But do you think maybe that as well? Carrying crosses uh, the ways he's, he's come in. And he's, he's straight away involved with Drew, who is in the main event picture, isn't he? Let's be honest. He, he has been well, for sure. the last, you know. Do you think maybe if he then goes for a US title, for example, or the IC title, that's almost like a step backwards for him at the moment? I mean, kind of. Yeah. But what's he, what else is he going to do? Right. Like, mm. is he having the same feud who, over and who, over again? He's on fucking SmackDown. Um, he's got he keeps talking about the world title, right? Like that's across the state. He's like, I need a world title shot. Well, it's not going to be him at Saudi no. and war games is going to be in a fucking cage. Yep. Like, so he's not getting a title shot there. Does he get a title shot at day one? I don't know. I don't know. Either. But about day one. It's like cross is triple H's Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens. Like this is the guy he brought the NXT. He went undefeated. He put him on the main roster. Vince fucked him up. He fired him. And then he, yeah. now triple H has brought him back. And I feel like he's trying to bandaid all that shit back and, Built because he had Cross as an unbelievable wrecking machine on NXT. He did. He was so you put him on the main roster. Jeff Hardy's drunk ass beats him. Why he has the NXT <laughs> yeah. title? Forgot about that. And then, he did. Yeah. In his debut match, he lost with the NXT title. NXT title as he's undefeated. Jeff as Hardy. the announcers ain't even allowed to acknowledge what title he has. Right. So like hell on Raw, they're talking about the fucking Sami Zayn's indie days. Like you're hearing all yeah, this cool yeah. shit. Like Vince wouldn't let you talk about wrestling. So I think. He's got work to do. I think he'll probably fight Drew again. Yep. And then I don't know where we go from there. He'll probably be a part of like a team SmackDown or something at Survivor Series. And it's Triple H's pet project. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not sure what Triple H is thinking. That's his But guy. I mean, we got to get those. T- we got to have the title split because like Reigns is holding this shit hostage, in my opinion. Like you can only do so much. And if the IC and US are yeah. a step down, they that's Seth, a problem. They got to Seth Rollins it. They got to have somebody fucking catch in mm-hmm. in, a, mm, in, a, in a match that's one-on-one and pin the other guy. I agree. Because Rollins ain't going to take – the whole issue getting the belt off him is Reigns is not taking a pin. So how do you get it off of him? You WrestleMania, his ass like Seth did when he cashed in, where he pinned the person not holding the belt because they're protecting yep. Brock. Yep. Now you do the same thing. Whether it's Theory, Gargano, I don't give a fuck who it is. He ain't dropping that title for WrestleMania. So, There's no way. That's the only way I can see it. Or you put Reigns at a triple threat and he doesn't get pinned. Or if somebody takes him out during the match and it's like, oh, shit. That leads to another feud. Or the Rock. I don't know what you do. It's a tricky situation. It is. It's like the one thing Vince left. Joey's like, how the fuck do I? I can fix all this other little shit. The U.S. title means more than it has in a long time. The IC title 
might be the biggest title right now it in is. WWE. It is. Because the way Gunther's been, the matches sure. have been meaningful and great matches. Opening the show. I think they opened the right. shows. Like that it. shouldn't be a step down. Yeah. Losing that belt is what well, used to be your next step's the main event. Sure. It used to just be like a, a stepping, stepping stone, stone right. which is how it should be. But I mean, that's, why, that's why it always was when I was a kid growing up. Yeah. You, you had the IC title in the WWF, and it was that case of, uh, well, today's, I think today's like, it was either today or yesterday or something like the anniversary of Bret Hart's first world title win when he beat Ric Flair. Uh, I think it's 30 years today, 19, October 92, sometime like that. I can tell you. And uh, he lost the IC championship at SummerSlam that year. And it wasn't a case of he lost the IC title to the Bulldog and was going to go back to that everyone knew he was moving on to the world title picture. Sure. And it was the same in WCW where the United States Championship sort of, I suppose, was Jim Crockett Promotions, NWA, and all that sort of stuff. It, it, there was a long time, especially in the 80s, if you were the United States Champion, you were automatically the number one contender for the world title. And they would just fit in your title shot around other people having having matches with their, with their proper rankings. So there was a real prestige to these titles. I think the 2000s and um, going into the 2010s and so on, both titles really, really suffered. You know, John Cena's, John Cena's open challenge thing brought some prestige back. I thought that was very, very good. But both of those titles really lost a bit of their shine. And now you've got effectively one world champion, even though he's holding two titles. Effectively, you've got one, I suppose, company-wide champion. You could quite e easily, if, the, if these titles were still held in the same regard, as they once were, you could have the US title being the main title on one show, the IC title being the main title on the other show, and the world champion defends uh, against either or on pay-per-views and so on. And all of a sudden, the secondary bouts mean so much more straight away. But they will never do that because you know, but the, the two shows on two different networks, they want two different champions and so on. So, But yeah, it's a real shame that those belts have kind of lost a bit of prestige. And I'm hoping Triple H can can you know red remedy that he's he, trying he has been yeah. he has, they, they he mean has. more now than they have for a long yeah. time and the fact that seth is now the u.s champion yeah. means yeah. they're actually taking it very seth. fucking serious and you don't watch weekly but shortly after triple h took over when they they did like a u.s title tournament and he was showing all these like uh the old winners what do you call them vignettes yeah. of like mm -hmm. of like the history of the u.s title and like mm -hmm. you can tell he's really trying to bring prestige back to it he was, yeah. uh, but you gotta be consistent with it you got to make it feel like it's important, and we're we're getting there. But it's like still. the way they did it on Raw. It's like Brock came out and beat the fuck out of Lashley, and then Lashley loses. Like that was that's how you get a belt off somebody. How you them look weak. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The problem is as well, though, it's not like with regards to I suppose building the prestige of a championship. It's very easy to destroy it, but very very difficult to build it back up. It's like with regards to to building it back and, and the same, I suppose with regards to getting eyes on, on the TV product itself and turning a failing company around, not saying WWE was failing, but you know, just for argument's sake, you know, WCW under Russo then, for example, turning a company round is the same as adding prestige back to a title. It's not like stopping a push bike. You're literally having to turn a battleship. It takes a long, long time to get that back the way facing the direction you need it to be in. Sure. Absolutely. Um, Triple H has been in charge for three months. So hopefully by like WrestleMania season, we have a whole like new WWE face, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Like not people being the face, but it's a whole different regime. And, yep. you know, hopefully by WrestleMania, it's a whole different product. So I'm trying to say, I guess. Yeah. Oh, it's going, it's going to be a hell of a, it's going, it's going to be the first road to WrestleMania with 
of all Vince. time without Vince. Yep. So, like, Vince. it's pretty, this would be pretty crazy. I'm excited about that because fuck Vince. All right. <laughs> Show some respect. <laughs> Speaking of respect, there's a picture there's for you guys watching live of Beth Phoenix in her fucking face smashed in as I'm chanting, do it again. But, um, <laughs> A per- yeah, that's a perfect ending. Yeah, that, that was a, a perfect ending to that. That was this match, I think, was booked the best. I think it was the best match of the night. Mm-hmm. I don't really got much. We talked about it a little bit earlier. I don't really have much to add to it. Yep, that's a good um, shit. It was a good shit. And then it leads to future anime judgment. They look strong as shit. Yep, made Edge, Edge still look strong. It looks like he's trying to save his wife's health. Sure. Yep. Yvonne, how do you feel about Beth Phoenix getting her head smashed in with a chair? I know I you loved it. Yeah, I did. I don't like. I didn't like her on commentary. Sai, she hated on her commentary on a weekly basis, and I don't like. Okay, she was annoyed. Yvonne is anti Beth Phoenix. She's a okay. She's like I don't know. I think she is a Hall of Famer. I don't know. Yeah, she's a Hall. Of what, whatever. But her <laughs> intake on NXT was terrible. I kept correcting her every week. I could do her job with commentary. Oh, I want to see easy. easy. I, look, the way I'll give you a concerto. <laughs> no disrespect to her, but I, I was cheering for you to do it again as well. Nice. But no. Yeah, we said last week on on our stage that that's what's going to happen because yep. yeah. as soon as Edge like you doesn't can hurt me enough, well clearly mm-hmm. it's either going to be uh, Beth or Ray who he quits to save. You know, it's going to be his wife. So well, I want to get to the end because I know we're going to spend. That. Um, yeah, I think we talked about all the matches. So Riddle and Seth, yep. good shit. Um, there's a picture <laughs> for for you with the benefit of. Video. And I do want to point out, so on the left, there is the Fireflies and the Lantern. So this is the match that it came out after. It's true. So Riddle and Seth, we touch on a good match. Daniel Cormier's fat AF. So <laughs> beer belly. Daniel Cormier, do some punches. Um, <laughs> that's coming from me. But I'm a I'm a stellar 230. Like if I put on a WWE referee t-shirt that's too a size too small, I still don't look that fat. But anyway. I appreciate the, the retirement beer belly. I don't. You fat <laughs> fuck in the gym. All right. Ray Wyatt oh, is yeah. back. He's here. Oh, yes. If there's anybody on this fucking planet more excited than I was, your I boy. haven't got an erection in years, and it finally wow. happened. All I heard was, <laughs> I never, need to know your personal like, stuff. I never Jeez. thought I'd get such a big erection from hearing, he's oh, here. My God. But I did. I did. I had a Dahmer moment, that was and it was personal. for Ray Wyatt. All he, did, mm-hmm. all he wanted to do is take some pictures. All right, no more Dahmer references. But he's back. It got me. It swerved me. Um, we so un- I, we I think done laughing. So I can bring, I'll bring the picture back. But they got me. The little thing came on the bottom corner, and I, I stood. I was like, "This is fucking I it." I was confused. And then White Rabbit hit, and I was <laughs> like, "All right." I sat back down. <laughs> I, fuck, I, was, I was fucking mad. I can imagine. So we get a picture. Uh, we get the rabbit. We get the buzzard. The pig. We get Huskus. We get Abigail. We get the fiend in the front row, mm-hmm. and then we get the door opening. Him wearing Brody, the late great Brody Lee's mask yep. that he wore with the Bludgeon Brothers. That was Bray's tribute. That's that, that mask that was he was wearing. Was Luke Harper's mask he wore with the Bludgeon Brothers. That's cool. The and that's when he took the- it off and he said, "I'm here." Boing boing, and then it ended. The head laying on the announce table. Yeah, that's okay. But forget about that. The announcers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The head. The head, the head on the, the table. Oh like, my god! This just fell out of the air. Michael Cole's like, is this really happening? Um, <laughs> I got. I had goosebumps for at least a good half hour, and I think I watched it on YouTube twice after the fact, we did, and it yeah. did it. We watched it, it Monday too. We showed our dad that he's like, that's pretty cool. My no, dad hates everything, so everything wrestling related. Like he likes the old school, old school. Like so I was saying everything meant something. He's like, Oh God, the guy says bros champion. That's fucking really cool. <laughs> <laughs> he champion. likes riddle though. He does. Yeah. But all right, Cy, how epic was the fiend was Bray's return. 
Oh, it was fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. And and it was handled so well because he's not laid hands on anyone. He's not he's not even looked at anybody. He's literally just walked out and said, I'm here. And then the show ends. Yes. Yeah, that is fun. saying, who does he attack? Right. Who mm-hmm. does he attack? Who does he target? I called Chuck right after the show and I was like, he didn't attack anybody. <laughs> now, it, now it's like, now the question the is, who the fuck's he after? Now, because we still exactly. don't, know. We don't know. He's like, it's, I'm glad you brought that. That's a fucking great point. Like they did and that's so the hook. and didn't do really anything. That's the hook because you've yes. got this incredible, uh, this incredible sort of promotional effort with the, with the people popping up in the crowd and the lighting and the, the effects and all that. So you're going home happy because you've seen this incredible display of Bray Wyatt returning. You've got what you wanted from that but you still got the same questions you had before that happened. And that's the hook. That's how you get people to come back Monday night. That's how you get people to come back next week, next month, next year by doing things like that. Ultimately, as much as I love professional wrestling, it is, it is exactly this. It's, it's the wrestling business. And a lot of wrestling fans, I think forget sometimes that the business side of things is the most important to the people promoting the shows. They're there to make money. Now you're not going to make money. If you deliver everything on one night, you hot shot it, and then AW. <coughs> well, <laughs> potentially, well, no, what, yeah. what motivation do you then have to tune in next week? Sure. You know, whereas now with Bray Wyatt, we're sat here now. It's now what Wednesday night, what coming into Thursday morning for me, and it's <laughs> <laughs> the pay per view. The pay per view was Sunday. We've had Monday Night Raw, and we're still asking the same questions. It's fantastic. Yeah, and then on Monday, all they did was he kept saying. Uh, Revel in the man or some shit. Revel in the man. Revel in the man. Revel. And then it's like, this Friday on SmackDown, Bray will be on. It's well, like, okay. Well, who's the man? Becky Lynch. There it is. He's going to... Stop it. <laughs> so he'll be on SmackDown. But like I said, it makes SmackDown must-see. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Period. Like, yeah, oh, exactly. It has to balance out having to see Rousey walking around with the belt. Okay. So you have to put Bray on there. Oh, dude. That's why you have the fast-forward button. Anyway, Chuck, how epic was... Bray's return. Dude, it was cool. Like you guys said, it got me because I saw the little logo pop up. Oh, I'm dude, like, I was well, what so the mad. fuck? I was, I was all drunk and like, you know, what the hell? And then the music hit my goal. I thought it was weird that he didn't attack anybody. I, I, I did too. And in, in reality, I think it's like one of the first times that somebody returned and didn't actually direct at somebody. Like, it's not always an attack. But I remember when Dead Undertaker came back, his one of his 13th times, uh, he just looked at Kurt Angle. It was like, oh, he didn't attack him, but we know who he's after. Uh, this time, I think the first that I can remember that somebody returns without really saying anything, not targeting anybody, but like everybody's like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it shows right. how much power Bray yeah. Wyatt has. And as a horror movie fan, I fucking loved him being in the front row with that mask. And I love the uh, going through the Firefly Funhouse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was superb. That and was it really showed good. that it's like shut down. Yeah. And it's like, that's the past. Now this is where we're at. And the TV channel. It's like, that's it acknowledges shit. everything. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It kind of remind me, a few, as I, I mean, you, you know, Bloomhouse, like Bloomhouse's yeah. mm-hmm. that intro video yeah. of the home with the Any fucking yeah. thing. It reminded Bloomhouse. me of that. Is fucking great. But the house reminded me of yep. the Bloom when House they first intro. come in. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Bloomhouse intros, it's like an empty house and it turns and then it makes like this weird ass sound that's like Bloomhouse. It's like, it reminded when me I of see that. that I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh shit, this shit's about to be real. But that's what reminded me. That was a good show. I mean, we can't, nobody's going to say it was I bad. don't. It was. <laughs> 12 million views in 48 hours. That's impressive. Like, the motherfucker crashed the WWE's YouTube. He like, did. I don't know what else, like, 
That's why I posted on the RSH page before I got fucking banned. Like it was Bray Wyatt. It was that stat, like 11.7 million people in like 72 hours. I think is exactly what the stat was. And I put needle mover. That's yeah. how you move a needle. Sure. Now go back. Bay Bay. What time is this? One Oh three. I have to tell him I'm talking shit. Now one Oh three 26. Punk didn't do that when he came back. Punk didn't, Punk is not a needle mover. Bay Bay. Bray Wyatt is. It was the first time we actually saw the Firefly yeah. Funhouse characters mm-hmm. in real life. Like they were puppets. Just think about they this, baby. We would rather see fictional puppets than that fucking <laughs> tattooed, <laughs> drugged out puppet that you had on AEW. Yeah, he's he's think about that. He doesn't do drugs. Think about that. I'm sure he. I think he's probably interim champion or something right now because that's what they do over there. Sitting at home with the 17 time interim champion CM Punk, AEW Paul Famer. But that's how you do it. <laughs> that's how you do a return. First off, you don't fake event on a Friday night called The Last Dance. What is this? A fucking. I thought we were going to watch Grease 4, The Last Dance. (laughs) Like, is this what we are? Quake by the Lake. Tony Khan. (laughs) Cocaine cannot make you that ignorant. But, anyways. I guess it does make him. Back to Bray. This ain't about Tony. It's about Bray. Ben made me chuckle here. I like it. Bray Wyatt's Ben says Bray Wyatt's entrance was longer than CM Punk's <laughs> AEW career. <laughs> well, good one, Ben. That was a good, good one. We agree. Um, you know, I, I, I got. I, I'm not defend Punk here because the way he's behaved and the way things have gone is disgusting. But I'm a big Punk fan from his WWE days. I used to and his Ring of Honor stuff and all. That. Fantastic, absolutely incredible. For seven years, I waited for this guy to return. I stay uh, here in the UK. Um, what's the Friday show? Rampage, isn't it? Rampage. Yeah. It comes yeah. on at 10. So that's what, three in the morning for you? Yeah, 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 totally. It's So <laughs> I stayed up to watch him come back, and it was incredible. Sat in my front room with my wife, who has heard me mention CM Punk at every fucking pay-per-view for the last seven years. <laughs> she is sick. She was sick to death of me going, oh, maybe Punk's going to come back. Because, I, I again, in his WWF run, I adored this guy. He came back. And it was everything I wanted it to be that night. The music, the crowd, the reaction, the the roar. And I was sat there with my youngest daughter who, I mean, uh, you, 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 you're very critical of AEW and rightfully so. There's a lot wrong with that company. However, my youngest daughter, who's 12, likes AEW. Oh. She doesn't watch it. Again, she's fallen out of love with it a little bit recently as well. Sure. But when it first started, we would watch AEW every week. And that I, I loved AEW for that because it got her into something that I loved as, as her dad. Yeah. Punk coming back, she stayed up with me till three, four oh, in the morning. Bad. Bad was. And she she don't she's too young to remember Punk's first run, but sure. she knows that this is important to Daddy. So we watched it and it was absolutely fantastic. That's really cool. He had some good matches, he had some good promos, but the wheels fell off very quickly. <laughs> Literally banned him from <laughs> Yes, that's right. My wife. Is that the swear jars? Like you said, CM Punk corner in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, with regards to him being a needle mover, he his segments on AEW television were higher than everybody else's. Sure. Make, make of that what you will. I mean, it's not WWE numbers, of course, because it's on a different <laughs> platform. It's a different level. But to, to, to AEW, he did what get eyes point? on the product. It's just the injury came at the wrong time. His bad attitude and bad ego arose at the wrong time. And what could have been something very, very special, it's just gone to shit. And that's, I think, for me as a CM Punk fan and a wrestling fan in general, I- I've got no allegiances to AEW. I've got no allegiances to WWE, New Japan, whatever. I will watch 
what I watch and I hopefully I, I will watch what I want to watch to enjoy it, whether that's WWE or whatever. I enjoyed AEW for quite a period. I enjoyed AEW when Punk first came back. The wheels have fallen off big time now, and it's such a shame for me as a wrestling fan, not a fan of any particular company, but a wrestling fan in general, that that ended so badly when it could have been something so, so good. You're 100%. I did exactly. My wife and I, I watched that same CM Punk. I got, I don't have cable, but I got a free app just to watch it live when CM Punk came back. Then they watched it with me. Same thing. We talked about him forever. Mm. I agree with everything you said. I, I love I Punk. Too. I did too. But what the fuck? And now you're sitting here thinking like, did him coming back, did it hurt? Did he do anything? Help? Uh, I, I mean, mean now they're all fighting each other. It's hard to say. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, and Andrade got it. Apparently, Andrade pulled up. Right, like that's why he's sh- like, oh, you're on the card. It's like I don't care. I'm here to beat his ass. Like I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just. It's what happens when a wrestling fan gets gets a fucking millions of dollars. Like he doesn't know what he's doing. He we were listening to this clip. You know that guy. What the, fuck's his name? the guy that does those interviews, um, Ariel. Something he just interviewed Hilwani, is it Hilwani? Yeah, he just interviewed MJF. He just interviewed Triple H. Mm-hmm. So he interviewed Tony Khan. Oh Lord! Uh, last Tuesday, I don't want to watch it because I don't want to. I have enough stress in my life. <laughs> Why add to it? But t- Tony Khan cutting a promo is exhausting to watch. Like, hey, get me out of my! Non- I was like, dude, shut the! Fu-. Sounds like a fucking rat. But <laughs> it looks like one. Like he does. You know, what I'm talking about. Remember when? He started screaming on stage, AW Dynamite next week with his little gold black shirt. And everybody, yeah, yeah. oh my God, it makes my ears bleed. But <laughs> that guy, after the interview, he posted on Twitter today. He's like, that was such a frustrating interview to do. It's like, he doesn't want to talk about anything. He's like, is CM Punk going to wrestle for you again? He's like, I don't want to talk about it. It's like, hey, what happened backstage? I don't want to talk about it. Why are you here? Rampage got 400,000 viewers. What happened? I don't want to talk about it. It's like, you have to address those things. Like, Triple H, hey, your father-in-law was banging people for money. It was an unfortunate situation, but, (laughs) you know, as a company, we took the steps we needed to. I'm in charge now. We're going to move forward and hope and that never nothing like that'll ever happen in this company again. That's how you do it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about with, it. Um, That's not the with, way. With the punk stuff and, and the fighting backstage and, and all that, I can 100% understand him turning around and saying, I don't want to talk about it or no comment or anything like that because it could, it, it's still under certain legal situation. Isn't it? say, just just involved that, well. But anything, it's that. just like anything negative, like dynamite had its lowest rating. And yeah, that's, that's the thing that gets me though. It, you're turning around and saying, I don't want to talk about it or whatever when it's covered from a legal standpoint. I mean, his hands are tied there. Sure. Rampage getting incredibly low numbers. That's not covered. That's not got solicitors involved. That's not covered by any legal issues. He can quite openly speak about that. So turning around then and saying, I don't want to talk about it. That's just quite ignorant. That is. It's a child. That was that guy's thing. He was like, and then Meltzer was like, yeah, uh, it is irritating interviewing him. And he was like, he put in quotations, I'm an AEW mark. And he's like, even I'm saying <laughs> when Meltzer's like, it's kind of rough, then it must be rough because Meltzer mm-hmm. has worshipped everything they've done from day one. Like even he's kind of like, yeah, it's con something else. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, I think Chuck and Yvonne both said this last week, they just need something else and he needs somebody he's grown up it's like it's like this let let me throw a football analogy out to you guys okay and sorry mom and dad but this is how it is 
The Dallas Cowboys used to be the most prestigious <laughs> football team in the history of the NFL, sure. and they're still considered America's team. I mean, New England's colors are red, white, and blue, and they actually win Super Bowls. But who wants to be a winner in America? By cheating. I can I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, pre, I'll pre-warn you now. I'll very quickly pre-warn you now. My wife is a massive Dallas Cowboys fan. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Jerry Jones, the Cowboys owner, is running across the field, making personnel changes, drafting players. Granted, they've hit the – yes, for your wife's hearts. Micah Parsons is great. I'm aware of Dallas. There they're, she yes, is. they're four and one. Here, Get him. There oh, here she we go. Is. Yeah. yeah, look, they're four and one. They're going to lose to the Eagles, but they're four and one right Watch now. Yeah. Four and one right now. <laughs> but here's the difference between like this and AWWE comparison. Jerry Jones is running around on the field. Oh shit! There's mom. <laughs> look, mom. This is what. Damn. Don't mess with them. Stop it. Damn. Now let's all cool. She's here's the difference cut. though. And mom, listen to dad. You know you have. You, you need to. We don't listen to either one of them. Can I get there? This is oh god! All right, the Cowboys owner Jerry Jones is hands on. He's in the draft room. He's he's the general manager. He's making all. He's giving Dak Prescott sixty million dollars a year. He's making all these decisions. Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots and Kraft Cheese, by the way. Bill Belichick. <laughs> like he hired a coach, gave him all the power, and he hired the coach to do football things. Bill Belichick does the drafting. Bill Belichick builds his team. Bill Belichick drafts his players. Bill Belichick signs free agents. Tony Khan needs to hire a guy to run a wrestling promotion because he can't do it himself. Jerry Jones still living in 1980 when Michael Irvin and his nostrils that are that big, snorting cocaine, they're partying. (laughs) It's a different time. Jerry Jones needs to sit in the booth. And my mom and dad have said this hundreds of times. I don't know why she's putting on a show for the three people watching right now. Mom, (laughs) it's about me, not you. But Patriots. <laughs> but you had that the issue with AEW. WWE's got a guy running it that knows it. He's, it's in his blood. Triple H. He's and invested. several others back like, there. Vince McMahon has needed a guy to tell him Venture an idiot for years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. Vince's company. What can you do? It's like with Jerry Jones. He owns the Cowboys. What can you do? But that's the difference between AEW and WWE's. AEW is the Cowboys. They were hot for a minute, but now they're dying. And they're dying because they have the wrong guy in charge. They need to hire a football guy. To run that side of things, they AW needs a, re, a Chuck throughout Regal. That'd be a fantastic that'd addition. Be great I think Eric Bischoff would have been a good a guy to go to. He's done pissed Eric Bischoff off, where Bischoff <laughs> buries him on a regular he basis. Does. So, like, that's the issue. You hire, you bring in people to do a job. AW needs to hire a guy in to manage a wrestling show. They need a Regal. A Regal yes. would have been. Perfect. Perfect. And I think Regal's already deluded enough to where he thinks Tony Khan's great. He wants him to get, yeah, he don't care if he gets fired. That's the difference to me. It's like the Cowboys Mm -hmm. Patriots. Like Jerry Jones is too involved. He may, I love, mom, how old, Ezekiel Elliott, really? He's like $15 million a year. There's no reason, like Jerry Jones loves him though. He He looks at him like a son. So he pays him $15 million a year when he's really worth five. Belichick, oh, oh. Tom Brady, like, you want to go get divorced and, oh, now you want a lot of money? <clears throat> Peace. I'll draft Mac Jones. I'll build a – the Patriots have a pretty – they're okay. But, like, you move on and you make the best decision for your company or team going forward. Tony Khan don't do that. He lives week to week. Uh, even that – even when he was on that fucking thing, he's like, I don't want to talk about it. It sounds like a fucking child. Like, you have a kid. Like, like what, did you, what did you do that for? I don't want to talk about it. Say, son, why'd you do that? I don't want to talk about it. That's what it kind of reminds me of. He needs yeah, to, like, it's crazy. 
you can't love Zeke. He's, He's been bitch. horrible for years, but I'm not, I'm not gonna. Sorry, so I'm not gonna talk lecture your wife about football. But Zeke's been trash since he's at Ohio State. But it's, it's, but that's my analogy. Like, if you're gonna have a football team, have somebody hire some. If you're gonna hire a coach, let them coach. Let them do their job. Well, that's one thing that Jericho always praised Con for. Well, he knows how to make a team. He knows how to do all of this. But then he fired all his EV. I don't think he does. Look, if Cody Rhodes leaving. Yeah. AW is not a sign of there's something wrong. Yeah. I don't know what other red flags you mean. Because Cody Rhodes was one of the founding members of that he whole was. thing. Without AW, probably don't exist. Exactly. And the fact that he was like, all right, dude, I can't deal with this. That's he went, he didn't go back to Triple H's WWE. He went back to Vince's Vincent, WWE. Vincent. The one that he ran away from. Not, he didn't run away, but he was booked like shit. He went off he left. better for himself. He was. Yep. Just, I keep that in mind with all this shit. Like, when one of your EVPs is like, fuck yeah. you, and then the other three EVPs, Khan took all their power away. Oh, yeah. So now it's just him. He's a one-man booking show. Him and WCW Nitro on Peacock. That's what he uses. He mm-hmm. said it in an interview. It's what he watches old Nitros and uses that to book shows. He said that right okay. when AEW launched. The big, I mean, you, the, that, um, I, I don't know masses about the NFL or anything like that. My wife is more, my wife's the expert in this house, to be honest. <laughs> um, but you saying about how those two uh, two teams are run slightly different and then about how AEW and Tony Khan is, is running and so on. I think the big thing that comes from that for me is that, and I get this for Khan a lot, it almost feels like he wants to be one of the boys rather than a boss. And I don't think you can ever do that. And, it, you know, you use the football analogy there. I'll, I'll use one of my own, but, you know, football on, on this side of the water. I, I'm a, a Manchester United fan. We had a manager in charge of our team for many, for a good four or five years, who everyone loved, and all the players loved. He used to play for us back in his, you know, playing days as well. But he, discipline-wise, he couldn't control anything. He couldn't, he couldn't. Uh, the players wouldn't react to him. Now they got rid of that guy, and they brought in somebody who wants to run the football club, who wants to run the football side of things, who isn't afraid of giving someone an ass kicking, regardless of stature. And all of a sudden, the results have turned around. I feel the same with AEW. It's almost a case of Tony Khan. He wants to be the first manager that I mentioned. He wants to be pally with them. So then when things go wrong, or he has to tell somebody no, it's almost like he cannot do that because he is so matey with them. And it's interesting you mention Eric Bischoff as well, about he could potentially have been an option for them. One of the reasons, I mean, there's there's many, many reasons why WCW went to the wall, and this we, we have not got anywhere near enough time to discuss that right now. But one of the main reasons that they started to go down the pan was because Bischoff started acting more and more like one of the boys. Yes. And he couldn't say no to Hogan, to Hall, to Nash, and to other people who were his favorites. So the similarity there, it, it's... I hope AEW pull the nose back up because I, I, the more wrestling companies there are, the, the more competition there is, the more there is, the more places there are for these guys and ladies to work. First of all, the more options there are for people because you know WWE isn't for everybody. Sure, AEW isn't for everybody. I, I got a friend of mine who watches primarily Impact Wrestling, and that ticks the boxes for what he wants from his wrestling television. Sure, each to each to their own. You know, the more the more companies there are producing good quality television the better it is for wrestling fans in general so i hope they manage to turn whatever these issues are around but i i I agree with you in that tony khan needs to either start putting his foot down and telling people no or get somebody in that can do that for him because this doesn't look like it's going to be you know be changing anytime soon does it nope 
it's been on a bad path. And he needs to, like you said, everybody said he needs to back up, stop doing the WCW formula because it failed yep. and grow up, hire people and what they're doing back up. You know, he said he can't be one of he just can't. It's not in his blood. You got to be a businessman uh, first. So, you know what I think is going to happen in about within a year? I think they're going to hire Vince Russo. I'd be terrible. That'd terrible. Be, be terrible. I really so I, I don't know what goes through his head. I just feel like that would be so, – he'd be like, yeah, you know what? This dude booked great shit in 97. He has a very cool podcast because, you know, he's up with Greca's ass on uh, – Busted Open. I don't even listen to Busted Busted Open was my favorite podcast. It was your favorite. And I won't even touch it now because it's just AEW AEW, bias. And it's like Mm -hmm. horse shit now. But I just don't know. But I do know. I want to know. Who do you guys think Bray's targeting first to transition back to end end this on something positive? Matt Riddle. I think it's Riddle as well. I think it's Riddle as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that would make sense. I I think you look at where everybody else is at the moment. They're all kind of. Uh, he's he's not going to come come in and you know target somebody low down the card, is he? He's too much of a big deal for that. Mm-hmm. So that eliminates a big chunk of the roster straight away. So I think when you're looking at the top end of the roster, he's not going to come in and target a title straight away because you don't need to. You can. He needs to stay away. Yeah, you 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 can hold that off for quite a while. That's not necessary. Sure. So you then start looking around what other people who who have not got title belts are doing. He's not going to go after Karrion Cross because he looks like he's preoccupied with Drew. That also kind of eliminates Drew for a short period. Rollins has just won the United States Championship. You'd think that kind of rules him out as well. Yep. Yep. So literally, just by a process of elimination, just ticking people off, he kind of only left with a handful of names, aren't you? Yep. And who in one? And who did uh, Fiend last feud with before he was fired? Yeah, I Randy Orton. I said that last week. This could be his way back yep. to Randy Orton yep. because of Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Yep. And set him on fire. Set him on fire. And that was, oh, yeah. the, yeah. the, was, that was the severed head. Remember when they released yeah. the mask? Yeah. That was the burnt head. That, that was, was on the announce yeah. table. Mm-hmm. So Riddle, version. Riddle could lead to Orton. Yep. And I'd, I'd be down for yeah. that fucking RK bro fucking trying to team up to take down the Wyatt. The Wyatt Six, apparently, is that's, what it is. That's cool, man. That's six, fun. six, six. I Have like fun it. fun with that. So, let's, so, Yvonne, who do you think he's going to feud with? Riddle. All right, so we're, you, All right. who do you guys think some of these characters are? Oh, I don't even have a guess for that. Eric Rowan is one. <laughs> Eric Rowan apparently re-signed. Liv Morgan, I think, is going to be happy. Uh-huh. The Fiends apparently bow. And Grayson Waller has the widest arms on this planet. He does. <laughs> Gray, Grayson Waller was in the buzzard costume. He was. Grayson Waller from NXT, who I've said on the show a million times, is going to be a fucking megastar. Dude, oh my God. If you guys haven't watched Cora Jade, so he, he does a show called The Grayson Waller Effect. It's and he funny. had Cora it's Jade and Roxanne on it. And they kept, inter- dude, you just got to watch. It's like, they five kept minutes. interrupting <laughs> They kept interrupting him. And he, he's like, Mother, this is my show. And they're just like, Oh my God. He's like, like, Can I talk now? He's like Shawn Michaels' pet project. Shawn Michaels thinks to, when they said, they asked Shawn Michaels in a podcast the other day, if you could bring somebody from NXT and they're like, you're like, man, they fit DX so well. He's like, Grayson Waller. Like oh, yeah. Before he can even finish the question, absolutely. So like th- that dude's thought of at the highest level. He is. I like his last name because it reminds me of Welders, which is a really good bourbon. So and that's why Chuck's boy AJ Styles took time out of you know the hectic schedule they work already to he wanted to go to NXT and he work did. with Grayson Waller. Yeah. Okay. Now, this decision AJ Styles made. Great on his, so too. that's telling that that guy's got yeah. a really bright future. Hell and yeah! It's so nice that NXT people. I about flipped my laptop off this table when it happened. When they leave NXT, they come to the main roster with the same name. 
Same gimmick. Crazy. It's crazy. Like Gorgano's over. Oh my God. Who would have fucking known? Like Johnny Gorgano was fine. You have to turn him into Johnny, whatever the fuck, Johnny Drip, Drip, whatever the fuck he tried (laughs) with John Morrison. Like, Johnny, it's so nice. Right. They probably just call him Phil. Like, look, <laughs> together, like putting Da Vinci back in Imperium off yep. the NXT. Mm-hmm. Like the little things have just made the biggest difference. And Bray's Bray is Triple H's biggest hit so far. Mm-hmm. Now, where does this go? Where Bray's mind wants it to go, and I have nothing but confidence in where Bray and Triple H is going right. to take this going. He's an incredibly creative guy, isn't he, Bray? You see it in all the characters he plays. I mean, my my favorite incarnation of Bray Wyatt is the very beginning. The Wyatt family, uh, the, the mm-hmm. sort of white trousers, Hawaiian shirt, straw hat, the rocking chair. That was my favorite, you know? Right. But everything since then has been fantastic as well. So creative, so inventive. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, and again, it comes back to that hook. It makes you want to watch to see what the guy does next. And if that's the case, that's money. And again, we come back to it being the wrestling business, don't we? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's Hell the yeah. number one merch seller the whole time? When the fiend dropped, yep. he he carried the number yep. one. He was the number one merch seller, and it wasn't even close. Halloween is around the corner. Yep. Fiend, and you have all these characters merchandise. You can dress up as the fucking rabbit. You can dress up as the buzz. You can dress up as Abigail. You can dress up as the fiend. Yep. Money, money, right, costumes, right, yeah. money. What am I doing tomorrow after work? Going to buy my Jesus costume. Money, <laughs> money, 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 money. That's what you're right. It's business. That's why everybody's like, why is Alexa carrying Lily around? Because Lily's a top five selling yes. item on WWE shop. That's yep. why she's carrying Lily around. Because little girls see her and she's like, oh my God, I want a doll just like Alexa. And they, we buy, and they get bought for them. So you're going to keep making me money. I'd be an idiot to take you off TV right. or to remove that doll or to fiend. It, it just changed the whole landscape. It, yeah. I don't think people understand how big his return was. This is one of the biggest returns ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. Rabbit I agree. literally changed everything. He did. Like, great song. SmackDown got fucking 2.7 million viewers just because they teased 9:23, and at 9:23 p.m. it was at a fucking commercial. <laughs> like, and people still tuned it. They watched the commercial. Like, Burger King, six ninety nine. It's like, hold on. When the double bacon cheeseburger comes out of the oven, maybe the fiends in there. Maybe that's what it might. Be. Triple H pulls out a mic. It's like. On the fucking mic, that's all. Like, that is cool. The littlest things make the biggest difference. Triple yes. like H just nailed all of them, and this is his biggest thing to date. He's my favorite fucking wrestler we know since John that. Cena is mm-hmm. gone. And he's my favorite of all time. But like he's he making B plus movies, sure. Right now, you didn't see Vacation Friends, whatever the fuck they called it. Let's not talk into <laughs> I don't watch Hulu. I was going to ask you, what are you going to do if Hulu drops the beast content? You know they're in like a feud right now. And then right? I'll be out of luck once they put on their. I mean, I have all the apps, but I'm just not getting fucking cable. So this depends on what app they put um, it on. <laughs> I don't know. This is huge. That is huge. Um, I don't understand why he got fired in the first place. I don't either. Um, but now he's going to take all these wrongs and fix it with a whole. Clan, the Wyatt the Six. I dig it. That's yep. his thing. The Wyatt Six now. There's going to be six of them. So there's him, Pig, Buzzard, Rabbit, Abigail, Abigail Fiend. Six. Yeah. I dig six. it. Six. And he's not the Fiend, which is kind of funny. That is. He, he was the Fiend. Sure. So I don't know if that's going to continue, but he's yeah. not playing the Fiend character. He's not. We'll see what happens. So, he's back. Yeah. And he made it clear. Lantern set. and all. He kind of homaged all his characters. He did. I'm here. And then. The video was cool. The video was very. It was all well done, and it made me re-download White Rabbit onto my phone, and now I listen to it at least three (laughs) times. 
I'm playing with Jesus Christ on the run to you. You start slow, then by the end, you're fucking uh, it, sprinting. It's good. Well, you know, Billie Eilish has a song called Happier Than Ever. Uh, it starts very, I mean, this is very, going down very slow. Dude, and then there's a part of the song where it just a beat picks up, and you're like, fuck the ability. Then it get, hits hard, but you wouldn't understand that kind of happiness because you haven't allowed yourself to see it. Well, unfortunately, we're a seventeen-year-old girl, so I just can't. Like, she's twenty-two years old. He has an acknowledgement. This, I'm also this, that twenty-two-year-old. This is girl. the video of her. This is the exact part. Well, that her? fucking shit turns she into. She looks a like banger. that kid in Harry Potter. Who's the fucking kid who says Potter <laughs> no, all no, the time? No, stop. Looks <laughs> like that kid. Stop. <laughs> What's that hair? Potter. You know what I'm talking about, Chuck don't you? Will eventually acknowledge Billy Eilish. <laughs> you talking about Malfoy? I don't know. Is she a, does not look like. I swear to God. She <laughs> <laughs> that picture. I swear. <laughs> white hair God. at all? I'm telling you, man. She, it's blonde. It's not white. I thought that looked. There you go. Talking show people's hair again. Look pretty white to me. I did that too. And Ollie's braids. I mean, mine's fucking puffing up. Like, I didn't have a lot of hair to begin with. Uh, I'll Sorry, I can't believe I he, he won't like just be like, like he won't. I've known him for 10 years. He'll ask for one little thing. Nope, I'm over it. That's all I get. I'm over it. I'm <laughs> to be fair, I he never had the opportunity to be over Billy Eilish because I, I never got on it. You know, her first song ever was an homage to The Office, and that didn't draw him in. So, I, mean, no, I like The Office. That song's about The Office. It was her homage to The Office. I don't care she what a 20-year-old has to say about The Office. She never worked The Office in her life. She uses bits of The Office. She doesn't get that humor. She never worked in her life. She put threat-level midnight parts into her song. She didn't know why that show was fucking funny. Uh, I'm well, now over, you I'm know. Over this She's too young to get it. Oh, my God. Now you're fucking parents the Eilish. I'm sorry, Sai. He, he's apparently anti-Billy <laughs> Eilish club. Both of her albums. I have tried to learn how to cry blue shit out of her face like she does in her longer than ever that's video. Weird. Just get like blue shit, put it in your eye. No, that's not that. sanitary. That's not safe. That's how she she doesn't it. know she's drinking <laughs> came out of her face. I ain't learned how to do it yet. You know that's not real. That is real. <laughs> Makeup. It's not fucking makeup. How do you clean makeup out of your eyes? It's called. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. I can't wait this to video this funny. and tag Billy Eilish. This is so it's fucking dumb. Billy Eilish. Who? I think I can find exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking who? <laughs> fucking new days in here. <laughs> Where's the sticker? I don't know if I left a thing. I left it. Oh my god. She lost a Billy. I my did. sister bought a Billy Eilish sticker <laughs> for Chuck. Hey, so I know why I'm oh, really direct me in the report. There's other people watching. I think. Hey, this think? Ben dude keeps laughing. <laughs> the last six comments he said has had bad a laughing guy. emoji in it. Yeah. I don't Billy know that guy shit. I'm fucking over I just it. said who to be quiet. Bad guy. That's her biggest hit I song. I like that song. Oh, no. so it's like four people heard it probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Taylor Swift's new album drops on the 23rd, by the way. I'm excited for that one. That oh. one. I like T-Swizzle. I like T-Swizzle. I don't give a fuck. I like T-Swizzle. Okay. He don't give a fuck. He's on it. It is like really late over at size neck of the size neck of the woods or side of the pond, whatever we say over here. I don't Don't disrespect the UK on top of it. (laughs) Across the pond. It's a common phrase. Say across the pool. They have a pond. They got a pond. It's a really big, really big pool. So before we let you all go. Sai, let us know. Tell all of these uh, loving fans where we can find you at, where we can find all of your stuff at, including where we can, we can find some of our stuff at. Let it happen. Yeah, sure. Um, the best place to do that would be to follow the network on Twitter and Facebook at SJP World Media. And there's so many great shows on the network. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Obviously, yourselves come out with us towards the end of every week, which is fantastic. I really, really appreciate you uh, allowing me to share your show on the network. I, I'm really grateful for that. 
but we have we have a, a well shows that i'm involved in first of all i guess we do chain wrestling on a monday night live which comes out in the podcast version on the wednesday uh, with our good friend mr mags there's a bit more wrestling there as well we're doing an nxt look back podcast with a uk independent based wrestler called joshua goodwin uh, nxt rise and fall and that's sort of going back to the very first episode of nxt that effectively was under the black and gold banner, I suppose, after the game show stuff and looking at it week to week to week, as I'm doing with um, WCW as well, Nitro Nights. So our good friend Scottish Danny there looking at WCW show after show after show. We're just getting into the middle of 96-ish, so Scott Hall turns up very soon. Can't wait for that. Uh, and we also have loads of other stuff going on as well. There's a Doctor Who podcast on there. There's a Quantum Leap podcast on there. Um, our friend Tyler Peters, he does a show with Scottish Danny who does Nitro Nights with me called Back When once a month. And it's Back When various things happen. So the first episode was Back When WWF promoted SummerSlam 88. The second episode was Back When um, uh, Quiet Riot released the Metal Health album. This month, being October, is going to be Back When the first Halloween film came out. Ooh, and they, they, those, those two are fantastic together as well. Uh, Benny in the chat involved in the waiting room, the Quantum Leap podcast. Um, so much going on there. Just just fantastic. I mean, check it out on all your podcast providers. Uh, and again, on Twitter and Facebook at SJP World Media. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for hanging out with us tonight, for staying up that yeah. late. Uh, oh, no. Thank you for having me. I've, I've had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, hope you all enjoyed the show. If not, we're an hour and a half in, so fuck you, it's on you. And until next time, friends, continue. It gets me every time. And you say it every episode. Fuck you. And continue to fear regularly scheduled hostilities. You imagine? I love the show. It's so.